Welcome to the IT Career Guy Coaching Show. Helping you launch your new technology career, guiding you as a new leader, or becoming your own boss. Inspiring you to succeed. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another IT Career Guy Coaching Show. That's me, Daryl Wilkerson. Now, before we get started with today's show, if you feel that you need help with anything I'm covering in today's podcast, reach out to me through my website, itcareerguy.com slash contact. Tell me what you're struggling with and I'll answer you. You can even sign up for some of my services, such as resume reviewing, custom-made interview questions, and one-on-one coaching to help you get hired in IT. This is episode 14, where we're going to dive into the technology learning methods. Now, there are quite a few different ways that you can go about getting the skills and certifications that you need in order to get the job. However, some of them may be cost prohibitive, while others may be lacking the, the timing that you need. So I'm just going to go over some of these with you and tell you how I go about gaining the skills that I need in order to enhance or further my career. Because right now, I'm actually taking a certification myself. It's called the C-RISC, ISACA C-RISC. It's an information security risk management certification. It's a senior level certification for people who've been in information security for some time who want to be able to learn more about running a risk management program. And in this episode today, I'm going to discuss with you how I'm going about studying and preparing myself to get that certification. Now, the certification itself is, I think it's about $650 to take. And pass or fail, right? It doesn't matter. You lo- you know, you got to spend that money. Now, if I, if I fail it, obviously it's going to cost me another $650 to take it again. So quite a bit on the line here. Not everybody can just afford to plop down $600 on a single exam. So I take it very serious on how I approach studying for that exam and that certification. And I'm going to share with you how I do it, so maybe it'll help you in studying for the certification or the skills that you need to get in order to bolster your resume and get hired in IT. So the technology learning methods. I'm going to go over a few of them with you, from most expensive to least expensive, and then dive in on the most on the least expensive ones, because that's what I teach. I teach people how to get the skills and certifications needed in order to get hired and get started in IT. So I'm going to focus in on those low-cost methods, but it's going to require a little bit more out of you. So let's get started. College courses, number one, most expensive, absolutely and obvious, right? It's going to cost you more than $100,000 to get a a bachelor's degree these, these days, and it's going to take you four years at a minimum. Do you have that kind of time? Do you have that kind of money? Again, I don't advocate... If you're going to go out and just get an entry-level IT job to get a degree and get in debt up to your eyeballs in tuition to get a you know an hourly job in IT, it just doesn't make good sense at all. Wait till you get in the industry, get some experience, and then start working on that degree. Now, if you have a scholarship, if you already have your college paid for and you're taking that, great, more power to you. But for, I believe the majority of everybody out there aren't in that situation, and they're going to have to earn it themselves, pay for it themselves. So that's your college courses. Takes the longest, costs the most. Next one, boot camps. Short term, it takes about a week, maybe two weeks to finish a boot camp. Some of them even go a whole month, but mostly they're very short. They have guarantees at the end of the boot camp that you're going to take that certification or they'll pay for your certification. Um, So those boot camps are really a great way of doing it. The problem is is that they're expensive. They can run anywhere between four thousand on up to ten thousand dollars per course. Very expensive, but very effective. The next one, classroom courses. Now these are physical classroom courses where you go to say a tech school or a 
you know, an, a training provider that, that focuses in on technology courses and certifications like Global Knowledge or somebody like that. Now, these classroom courses are fairly expensive. They take some time. They have to schedule you in. You may not be able to take a course for another three or four months for the certification you're going after. And when you do sign up, it's probably a three-week to a nine-week type course. Do you have time for that? Do you have the money for that? Because, again, very expensive, somewhere in the 2000 on up range. Now we're getting into the realm of more where I live and what I teach and preach in online classrooms. Much less costly than a physical classroom, obviously, but still you have to deal with the scheduling. Finding which online classroom fits your schedule and when does it start, when does it end, how long does it go for. They're really great because they hold you accountable because you're actually in a real classroom with other people. You're just not sitting in the same room together, but you have a specific time, a set time to to get onto the class. You have a teacher there to ask questions and, and other classmates to bounce ideas off of. It's, it's a great environment. However, you must set up specific times and dedicate to it or you're wasting your money. And they generally take an extended period of time. So you may have to schedule it months in advance, weeks in advance, and they may take weeks to months to complete. So not ideal. Good, but not ideal. Now, the next level, and this is where I live and breathe, is self-paced learning. We all know what it is. We've all probably probably have taken some kind of self-paced learning course online, whether it was through YouTube or Linda or Pluralsight or Udemy. Self-paced learning is a great way to gain skills and to study for a certification. There are some drawbacks to it. Discipline. Okay, It takes your discipline. You're accountable for yourself. You put up the money, whether it's $25 a month or $100 a month or whatever the, the fees may be fairly inexpensive comparing to everything else, but then you must set aside time and dedicate time, commit to taking that course. I recommend this, okay? If you listen to any of my other podcasts, I go into how you schedule your time and you get down into a set up your your plan and you stick to it. You, You discipline yourself by creating this plan putting it into your calendar, into your schedule, and make sure that you do this. You allocate an hour a day, 45 minutes a day, or whatever it is, but be consistent and take the course. Now, how do you make a self-paced learning course be as effective as, say, a classroom? Because you don't have the, the back-and-forth interaction with a teacher or with other classmates. You're basically listening to somebody read off of a slideshow and then explain some finer points to you. And some of them also have hands-on labs. But what you need to do for these types of courses is take a lot of notes. Just write down everything that they have to say. And also, it's going to be a little bit extra of an investment for you, but I recommend purchasing the book of whatever certifications you're going after. Purchase the official book on the certification or on that skill that you're trying to learn. And here's how you make that work. Let's say the online learning is broken down into four modules. Let's take the C-Risk, for example, that I'm studying myself. And here's is exactly what I'm doing in order to prepare myself to take that certification. I have got a plural site membership for $25 a month. I set myself up for the C-Risk path or the risk management path, which lines out the courses and the times and everything else. I know exactly how much time it's going to take me to finish the module. And once I finish the module, 
then I purchased the ISACA Risk Management Review Manual. They have review manuals for all of their certifications. I purchased that manual. It cost me just a little bit over $100. So now I'm paying $25 a month for the Pluralsight. Now I have this $100 manual. After I finish Module 1 in Pluralsight, I go to the book and I read on that module. I read the, it's basically the first section of the book. I take lots of notes during the Pluralsight course because I have to stay focused and keep from you know um, getting distracted from all the other things going on around me because let's face it those courses can be very boring so I take lots of notes I don't hardly ever go back to those notes I mainly use them to stay focused and make sure that I absorb some of that stuff that they're telling me at the end of those courses there are review exams or review questions same thing with the review manual after I finish a chapter there are review questions. There's also supplemental practice exams that I take at the end of everything. Again, those practice exams are supplemental. And this is where there are a lot, there's, there's a trap out there, okay, where people tout that, hey, buy my practice exam and you'll pass the certification. Guaranteed. It's very enticing just to go take the practice exams over and over and over again until you memorize the, the question and answers. Then you go take the certification and you may get a passing score of a 70 or 80 or something like that you know just barely get by because well just so happens that some of those questions that you've taken in the practice exams were on the real exam those are called cheats okay you're not cheating the certification you're not cheating the system you're cheating yourself when you do this because i'm telling you when i'm interviewing somebody they come in and all i've done is get that certification without any of the blood, sweat, and tears it takes to really understand the material and understand the topic and subjects, I can smell that out right away. I call them a paper certification, whether a paper CCIE, a paper you know, Cisco a CCNA, or a paper MCSA, whatever. I call them a paper certification. And if you come in as a paper certifi certified individual, you have no place in my organization. A, it tells me that you're not willing to put in the time and effort to understand the material, the skills, the things necessary that you have to have in order to be good at your job, which is, that's going to relate to how you're going to behave and how you're going to operate on the job, right? You're not going to be willing to put in the time and effort it takes to do the job right. You're going to look for shortcuts. I don't want that. I want somebody who has dedicated themselves, committed to understanding the information, understanding the field of study that they have committed themselves to, whether they have the certification or not, they can come into that the interview room and demonstrate to me that they understand the technology. I'm going to hire the person without the certification over the person with the paper certification. So very important, do not cheat yourself by just taking those practice exams as a method to pass and earn what earn is a bad word, but get the certification, okay? Don't cheat yourself. So as a review, least cost method, self-paced course through Pluralsight, Linda, Udemy, one of those types of courses. Take lots of notes to stay awake mainly. Read the book, all right, or the books. Apply the lessons in the real world or in self-made labs. You know, Build yourself a lab at home. Get some low-rent equipment or go rent some virtual space out there at AWS or Azure or someplace like that. Platform as a service. Get your hands dirty, right? Put this information to work, all right? Actually use it at some level, whether you're volunteering someplace, doing work for somebody uh, as an intern or whatever. 
cultivate. Put this information to use. Practice it. Practice it. Practice it. It'll reinforce it. Give you some real world experience at learning it. And when you go in there to take that exam, you're going to blow it away. Now, there's one other thing that I would like you know, to add in here. A little helpful tip for you. Now, this is aside from the technology. It's kind of a hack. Not really, but I'm not a very good test taker. Okay, I can know the information, but I go in there and take the test. I don't read the questions thoroughly. I don't. You know, I, I go, I blaze through it way too fast. I don't do as well as I should or as I could. Take a course on how to take exams. It's going to be very helpful for you. You can go out there and find them on YouTube or wherever. But take a course on how to take exams. It breaks it down. Almost all those certification exams are multiple choice or some way of narrowing down the answers. They teach you how to do that, how to you know eliminate the answers that don't fit and concentrate on the on the few that do. And then it helps you choose the right best answer for the question. So as a helpful hint, take a course on taking exams. Also, go join a group. You know, there are a lot of groups out there, whether it be Facebook or on the boards somewhere out there. There's groups of people that are studying for the same thing you're studying for, and they just want to be able to share the information, ask questions of each other, help each other out as they go for these certifications. Find a group, find a mentor, and get involved. It's only going to build you up. It's going to make you that much stronger and more confident in yourself when you go in and take that exam. With that being said, if you have any questions on what I've gone over here or any of my other podcasts, please reach out to me. Just shoot me an email. I'll be glad to answer you, okay? If you want any of my services, such as tailored interviewing questions and interview sessions, practice sessions with me, please reach out to me. Schedule some time with me. I'd love to be able to help you get hired in IT. So until next time, live life with a purpose.